All right. Welcome to The Feminist Family. This is episode three. Hey. <laughs> I'm Corey. I'm Pamela. I'm uh, Corey's partner. I'm, I'm Pamela's partner. <laughs> we are The Feminist Family. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. I love you so much. <laughs> All right, what are we what are we going to talk about today? Today I, I actually kind of got some topics mm-hmm. and I planned it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing to talk about is this uh, interview that was done for you with you for the uh, Burundian newspaper or mm-hmm. online newspaper. It was in a real, like a printed paper too, right? It was a printed paper. Yeah. I have um, the PDF and I saw a picture of it. Right? And um, yeah, I, um, I feel really honored like, to have done that interview. It's with uh, the journal uh, Iwacho Burundi, um, which is also online. Okay. And um, there is not that much like newspapers uh, in Burundi, like... Uh, I guess here too, it's not like I'm seeing newspaper. Is that is that thing like still a thing? Like a yeah, newspaper? I mean, okay. The Regina Leader Post still puts out a printed copy. But it works really very well like uh, online. And uh, yeah. so I got the link and um, I was, uh, it was done like uh, in a segment. They have like a weekly segment they do where they um, call people and uh, try to reproduce what. Um, uh, was done traditionally uh, in Burundi at the time when they didn't have like a television, electricity in their house. And um, at that moment, they would like use their evenings uh, in family, like around the fire and um, discussing, you know, that would be the moment where uh, like um, elders would like pass uh, all informations to uh, newer generation. Okay. So, uh, Iwacho Burundi, that newspaper, is trying to do the same. So, they have almost the same questions, like, asked to everybody. Okay. Um, yeah, so I've been uh, reading, like, uh, since really a very long time, uh, that segment, and uh, I like it. Mm-hmm. So, when the journalist uh, contacted me, I was like, oh, yeah, sure, <laughs> I'm going to do it. For sure. <laughs> But um, when it was the moment to do it, like there were lots of questions and I was like, <sighs> like uh, the kind of questions that really like uh, take you to go and think about like a specific moments in your life or okay. uh, going you and uh, thinking, you know, um, I've been living outside of Burundi since a long time mm-hmm. and um like I'm conscious that my responses or what I'm saying might just not be the exact, uh, you know, mm. way of thinking of a Bronian. But I was like, okay, let me just do it. Like, um, I mean, do it as honest to yourself as you can. Right? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, just say, just. I mean, sure, you're going to be informed by your experiences since. Mm-hmm. You left Burundi, but also you're going to be informed by your experiences growing up in Burundi and spending time there as a young adult and stuff like that. So I felt like uh, it really feels good, like to just be you, you know. Just I'm uh, in that moment where um, culturally, I I won't say that I know even myself. Like, what's my culture? Do I have like a, a culture of my born country, like uh, Burundi, or uh, have I been influenced by the time I lived in Belgium, or have I been influenced by the time I went back in Burundi after Belgium, or Rwanda, or the way I see here in Canada, or the way now we are, like it's worldwide, right? Mm. So <laughs> I think it was like a kind of like challenging um because I don't know. And um, honestly, I didn't care much uh, about what people uh, have said about my um, interview. Because I was like, 
Ugh. I don't want to hear like uh, people saying that, for example, I say um, there were this last question about what would I ask to God? Like if okay. I was in front of him, I die and I'm in front of God. Like, okay. We Burundian are like, I would say like more than 85 or 90% like uh, Christians. Yeah. Okay. There are some stuff you don't joke with that. You cannot have another belief or you can lose everything. You know, you can. <laughs> it's, it's a little ridiculous. Sorry. <laughs> like so, living in Saskatchewan, I guess. Okay, so I'm going to ask you the same question, my love. What would you say? If suddenly there, I knew that like, okay, so I know there's a God now. That being is in front of me. What the fuck is with kids with cancer? Why do kids have cancer? This is nonsense. Why do people suffer? Like, why is there a worm that digs into people's eyes and <laughs> eats it from the inside out? Why do these things, why do you hurt people? <laughs> like, you know you can teach lessons to people without hurting them, right? <laughs> <laughs> you can teach people about being good without making them suffer. This is a thing we know. <laughs> so why, as the all-powerful, yeah. all-knowing creature in the universe, do you have to hurt us and force us to suffer in order to learn whatever lessons you think we need to learn? That's what I would say. And your question is valid. <laughs> right? <laughs> I would I would also not be very kind to God because I'm not a fan. <laughs> so. I think I said something um, like uh, kind of what you're saying now. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, okay, I added that I was giving time to God to think about it. But as I was there, I guess my mom w w was there too. So okay. I was like, call her first and be thinking about your response. But call her first, right? If she's here, like... <laughs> I don't care right now what you're going to tell to me, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what crime can one do on earth that justifies an eternity of torture in hell? <laughs> Why does hell exist? <laughs> oh. No, I... <laughs> like, the number of questions <laughs> that have no good answer are... It's too big. Depending on how they, uh, one define hell. I think that hell or uh, heaven, they're like... Um, everybody has his own way of seeing. There is no consensus of well, what it is. Because, yeah. like, it's in every person. Like, you know... Uh, but that that's a, more, that's a more modern, liberal interpretation of it, my love. The way that, like, Catholics believe that you are taken to a physical place after you die, and you are tortured for eternity for your sins. That's a, it's not, it's not an interpation. That's just, that's there. <laughs> like, and, yeah, but I, I was never convinced since I was a kid. I well, was no, never convinced course. about burning <laughs> in fire because, like, when I come from well, course, the virgin is you're gonna be burning like in yeah. fire in et eternally and and I'm like what? you can't you can't it's not oh, a no thing. okay let's say that you can <laughs> you know if it's just eternally it's gonna be just like the sound of the fridge right oh you, yeah you that's know, right you, you don't get used you, to it you get used to yeah, it you right? don't even notice it after a while <laughs> it's fire right yeah. at how moment like if yeah. it you know. Anyway, so uh, that was like uh, the kind of questions. Would you like to me to ask you some of the question? Oh, I guess sure. Well, I, I'm gonna pick up like uh, one or two because like it's really interesting. I, as I told you, like uh, it's a tradition, and I think that it's a good tradition, right? Oh, for sure. To be yeah. taking like uh, let's say like um, sometimes like during the week so just to be discussing. Just to like, be clear, what was a, your what was your answer? To that question? Yeah. yeah, it was kind of what you say. That was like, uh, now tell me what was, what was your plan, you know, with all this illness, <laughs> with, uh, you know, uh, bed bugs. What's the plan? Because I never got it, you know, uh, that uh, 
baby, not even born, like can be suffering. Like yeah. I'm like <laughs> these things make no sense. You know that <laughs> um, some people can be uh, suffering uh, of uh, like a minor illness you know that just require like a simple medication that is already available but that person gonna be suffering like a lot mm. just because that person cannot even afford the medication and on the other hand you have like people who can access to so much medication of things that we didn't even know that you know some people don't even know that there are issues right right <laughs> What would be the plan of God in that? Like, uh, is there like a lesson to be learned from uh, one person or, uh, you know, I have so many questions related to that. But yeah. I think that right now, if I was in front of God, um, I would be like, okay, bring my mom first. Bring this person. Bring bring those I, you know, uh, I know, you know, and uh, I miss yeah. Bring them. I want to hug <laughs> them. I, I want to see them because yeah. you got right. Okay, now you exist. You know, I'm in front of you. So, so that that answers that question. Continue doing your job, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, that answers that question. Now let's I have many questions. You can think about them, but I don't want to listen to the to the response right now. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got okay. I understood it. But yeah, big deal. Yeah, big deal. <laughs> so let, let's go to some questions here. Okay. 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 There is this one. What's your um, idea of happiness? What's happiness for you? Or what's your dream of happiness? Like for myself or like? It's you. The question is for you. Yeah, That's a really hard one, actually. They were all hard. Because, I mean, what is what is happiness? Like, I'd, I could never be happy, even if my life was perfect, so long as other people are suffering. I could never be purely happy, right? Because I would always see the suffering that was going on. And if there's stuff that I can't help with, then then I would always be feeling that sense that there was something that needs to be done, right? <laughs> so in a sense, I mean, but also happiness is like the little things. When Mumu laughs, when I get a kiss from my loved one, you know, like happiness is these little things too. So like it depends on what happiness is. Happiness, <laughs> happiness for myself is such a wide thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, what's uh, in what country would you love to live? Mm. <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> somewhere it's probably not somewhere that's warm sometimes. But never gets really too bad. It, it can rain a little bit, but not too bad. Um, somewhere like I don't want, I don't want like a lot of heat. I don't like a lot of heat. So not like Florida <laughs> or California. I couldn't do that. Uh, nothing too far south of the equator, maybe. Um, yeah, it's kind of. So you're staying in uh, America? Well, or maybe Europe somewhere, or maybe. But even but they get cold too. Uh, maybe somewhere in Latin America. There's some Latin American countries that once you get it used to the heat of the country, you don't feel it so much. So maybe somewhere. I, I mean, I guess I liked Cuba, <laughs> but I don't know. There's a hmm. lot of there's a lot of factors to consider. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Uh, who is um, la femme que vous admirez le plus? Who's that woman that you admire like most? The woman that I admire the most. Mm -hmm. Hmm. I mean, I want to say Emma Goldman. 
But I mean, she's not a perfect person either, right? Like she's problematic in a variety of ways. Um, but she, her writing is what kind of led me to becoming an anarchist, like because she was very anti-authoritarian, authoritarian, and believed in uh, individual rights and the f- and freedom from tyranny and uh, you know all that, uh, no hierarchies <laughs> kind of mentality. And who is the man that you admire the most? Mm, I don't know that there are <laughs> any. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess these days I'm a big fan of like I like Noam Chomsky. Uh, I've heard that he's also like he's also done so kind of problematic in some ways, but uh, but in general, I think that Noam Chomsky is like probably the paramount like left wing intellectual right now really in the world and uh yeah he's so close to death and I'm, i'm not sure who's going to replace him. <laughs> he's so old he's still alive yeah he's so old <laughs> he's like what what does he talk about like uh, i remember that name like uh, at the university but i cannot say if it was in a um linguistic uh yeah, technically he he's a uh professor of linguistics oh yeah. yeah okay but uh and but he's done writing on all kinds of issues like the, he was a co-author on a, a book that just came out uh on climate change and how important it is that we address that because without that uh none of the other problems that we are dealing with can be fixed mm-hmm. <laughs> because climate change is the paramount issue that we're facing as humanity uh but yeah but uh yeah so uh i guess i would pick noam chomsky so these are some of the questions i was um who asked did, like, who did uh, you pick? sorry who did you pick about what oh, all of them okay about um the women I uh, talked about like uh, every woman, like basically like uh, in a daily life, like who's uh, fighting for herself and for her kids and uh, mm. for the other people's rights because that's, uh, that's a good one. Think that there are so many heroines like uh, who are not recognized and uh, sitting across the table from one. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I love you. About the men. I uh, <laughs> say that I admire every man who is conscious like uh, about the male privilege mm-hmm. and uh, who's defending like uh, women's rights like daily. Yeah. Like you, my love. Mm. I admire you. <laughs> yeah. I love you. I love you so much. All right. Where do you want to live? Where do I want to live? Listen... To this question, um, even today when I re- read again like this uh, interview, I was like, seriously, I still want to live in uh, in Burundi, mm. but in my mind, like it's not that Burundi. Not the Burundi that exists. It's kind of like I'm tending like now to replace that Burundi and imagine mm. another one, how it can be, you know. And uh, I would love to live in um, Burundi, but in a country where, um, you know, human rights are really, you know, some rights that are yeah. preserved. <laughs> where uh, everybody matter, because let me tell you what's happening, like in Burundi. How am I supposed to react For example, when I wake up and um, and uh, discover that, um, imagine, like, here we are in a Regina East, right? Yeah. So imagine that here in Regina East, we have, um, like, an administrator, okay. you know, who's, uh, like, on the... Um, on another level from the mayor of Regina. There is the mayor of Regina and there are administrators. So it's somebody who is in charge of uh, what's happening in that Regina. Kind of like a city councilor? Yeah, kind of, exactly. It's a kind of like a councilor. Okay. 
So that one, and it, it's, a, it's a woman, that's the crazy thing of it. She decided that a certain person, let's call her Mary, okay. that Mary is not authorized to um, live in any other house um, in that area, to sleep okay. anywhere except at her parents or when she will get married. So you're saying that your city councilor mm-hmm. has the authority to tell you where you can sleep? Where you can't sleep. Oh. Everywhere except at your parents. That's weird. It's weird, right? Yeah, like why would she have that kind of power over an individual? Like, I would say like three three weeks ago, I think, it was another one who decided that in his area, imagine like Regina East... Mm-hmm. Now there is a curfew for women. I decide that uh, from um, 10 p.m., <laughs> no woman, no girl is supposed to be outside of a house. And the one who going to be caught outside after that hour is going to be punished with, like, fees or, you know. <sighs> But only women. Only women. Yeah. I do not understand. Do you know why? Mm. <laughs> because it's a matter of uh, um, families being broken by extramarital relations or uh, this Is that kind the justification of on both sides? Like both the curfew and the I decided that that woman can't sleep anywhere except for her parents house no it's not the same I, no I don't think it's an exception right yeah it's not a, that's the crazy of it right so yeah I would love to live in Burundi but I don't think that is the kind of <laughs> that kind of Burundi no. just annoys me like yeah well I, I I actively could not live somewhere like that's that authoritarian on on such a personal level, like, like, I mean, I get certain things, right? Like cultures are different. So, you know, societal expectations are like, are what they are and you can try and change them through conversations and, and various other, uh, methods, uh, prop newspapers and whatnot. But when your city councilor of your particular area tells you, you have to stay at home after 10 PM, that's, uh, yeah, no, no, I'm not doing that <laughs> or, or, uh, you know, or saying like how, it, like I actively, as a person who grew up in like Canada, I cannot wrap my head around the idea that somebody would actually say, no, you, you don't get to sleep any of anywhere else. You can't sleep at your friend's house. You can't sleep at your uh, this other person's house you have to sleep at this house or that house (laughs) it blows me i it's i don't understand i don't too (laughs) i don't too honestly so yeah that was uh, some of the questions. The interview is there. Like uh, anybody who wanna listen to it, it's uh, Iwachu Burundi. Iwachu is I W A C U. Burundi is like the name of the country. B U R U N D I. Iwachu Burundi. Uh, it's, it's in uh, French, right? It's in French, but there is Google Translate. Your people. <laughs> <laughs> Your people. Exactly. Okay. So what, how do you feel about the interview? How do you feel like, uh, how do you feel about your answers? Oh, uh, I would say that I was really surprised by the fact that it was like, um, two pages and half. Yeah. It's a, like, uh, the long newspaper, you know, I saw the picture of it and I was like, should I write a book? Because I didn't feel like uh, I said like things like 
right? There's always stuff that you leave out, right? Maybe I talk too much. <laughs> uh, no, never. but the uh, yeah, um, no, I, I I'm happy. You know, I'm um, I really feel good because um, I'm like I didn't want to p- please anybody, right? By responding to that, you know, yeah. I'm not. Um, I'm not into any politics or in any, you know, I don't feel like I am in a position to be absolutely something that's there decided outside of me, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah. So, like I said, um, I did it knowing that it may, uh, may be frustrated or be uh, misunderstood by a uh, many person mm. but like i said like i'm not going to that yeah, kind of discussion bother. but i got like um really um uh, congratulations from friends who read uh, it and who interacted with me reacted to that and uh for some stuff she can they can uh relate mm. You know, so it created discussion. So Good. I'm happy for it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. Yeah. And I also talked about what I'm doing now. Uh-huh. So uh, I, uh, um, yeah, thank you for the publicity. <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah, that's right. Thank you for the free ad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was it uh, for the interview. That's all you want to say about it? Yeah, I don't want to say like uh, everything. Like. <laughs> That's good enough? Yeah. Okay. So I wrote a couple other topics down here. Um, like about uh, your your belief system. Like what are the things you believe in? I believe I can fly. Okay, yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> isn't that an R. Kelly song? Yes, I know. Yeah, he, <laughs> but that was good. good. <laughs> no, the song the song is good. The song is good, but he's not yeah. good. He's not good. Who is? <laughs> well no, but he's really bad. <laughs> he's really bad. Like honestly, like um yeah, he's really bad. And um I'm glad that they uh we're recording this today is the international Actually, day. Yeah, of, that's uh, a good <laughs> good segue. A good transition, you know? I'm, uh, <laughs> Still in the team. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, this is the day, uh, the one day of the year, actually, <laughs> where um, we think about like a gender-based violence. And um, I saw a, a good video, like um, that was made like in Belgium. Um, it was kind of like um. um it was kind of like a no it wasn't mm. i need to verify something because now i have a little doubt in my mind because i don't know if it was it's the international day for the gender based violence or for the children like a sexual violence both things that uh, i guess it's uh, do you know i don't know anyway one of the, the two, they are all so important. Yeah. So um, it's in that city in Belgium where uh, they, um, they ask uh, like uh, people who, it, it's really intended for people uh, in that city. Mm. So they called like um, some people who are known for what they're doing. You know, it's um, uh, in Belgium, like they still, there are some um, like, um, you know, small artisans who still there you know some people are going to buy their bread to the same guy since mm-hmm. you know and before him it was his dad so it's a family thing so they some places still have like the person for the flowers and it's that person for the flowers like everybody knows and uh, she's reputated I, I don't know but not huge companies right so those kind of people are like kind of like stars in their mm. city, right? So, uh, but also they are not into entertainment, right? right. They are just people who are known like uh, personalities, right? 
So they asked them to read some uh, letters of um, um, like survivors of uh, gender-based violence and um, uh, children okay. um, sexual vi- violence. Okay. And it was they were really asking like, are you are you are you? They were saying, are you conscious? But do you say that in English? Are you are you conscious of this? Oh no, are you aware? Mm-hmm. We're gonna say, are you aware? Right? Yeah, yeah. So they were asking repeatedly like that question are you aware like are you aware of the numbers of the um, pain the victims go through are you aware of um, how um, the situation like is like huge because uh, when we see for example the response to to covid and we compare that to the numbers of um, you know gender based um, uh, 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 Victims of gender-based violences or uh, kids, children, violence, sexual violences. Like mm-hmm. um, you will see that the numbers are higher, you know. But the kind of like is not. It's not kind of considered as a as being pandemic, as being like a requiring like a huge solutions like for uh, a pandemic like a. COVID, but it's something that is affecting everybody. Actually, it's affect um, not only the victims but their families. Also, uh, the people gonna be in contact with them. It's a whole society, but it's not. Yeah. So, are we aware? <laughs> what were we gonna talk about? My belief. Yeah. Um, I love to. To believe um, in in God or um, or something like super power, super powerful that I cannot define. You know, I believe that actually every person, like you know, should have the right to have his own belief, right? Right. Yeah. But I also believe that uh, even when um, people are together in the same religion, they don't specifically have absolutely the same God. It's because they tend to give him yeah. the power they want, right? Yeah. They want, they can say something general, but kind of it's, I love the idea that everybody has his own God, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, th- I think that's fair. Like, to some extent, everybody has their own version that they believe in. Exactly. So mine... Um, my God is really powerful. Yeah. Yes. Um, but he's so powerful uh, to the point that he's gonna be giving me everything that I'm gonna be asking. Oh yeah. Whether I'm asking to have them or not have them, if I'm asking that, I'm gonna get it. Mm-hmm. So I believe in that. I believe in the law of attraction. I believe in the power of words. I believe in the power of. Uh, um thought you know i believe that uh we are all kind of like a super powerful that we can um create our world because uh kind of like i believe that uh we may be on the same planet we may all be living in the same city but everybody has his own um perception of the word mm-hmm. and again like gods like i love the idea that everybody is creating that word and in that word that everybody is creating i believe that we kind of have the power individually to um to change you know, the way things are getting. Not in the way like uh, all the time we want because we don't maybe ask the same, we don't ask correctly what we want because like we human are uh, kind of complicated even in our minds. We can be asking something and asking for the contrary of it. Yeah. 
do you know what I mean? Like, um, because we don't, uh, when you, you don't, um, like, um, understand very well how to use words, you can ask something and ask the contrary of it at the same time because of the formulation. Let me imagine that, okay, I ask you, like, what, what would you, would make you happy right now? I would love to be, to go right now uh, to um, Cuba. Okay. <laughs> would you love that? I mean, not right now. Because it costs money to go to Cuba and stuff like that. Like, no, let's say that you have the occasion. Would you go now? Let's go to Cuba. You are not paying. I get to bring you? See, there are all these questions, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so if, if maybe you wanted to go to Cuba, like there are things that you can think about it, but there are other things that you won't think about it. And maybe going to Cuba may um, get your situation worse, right? If you don't take um, that in care. Yeah. Do you know, do you understand what I think so? Yeah. If you don't, well, it's like, it's like we used to always kind of talk about how wishes, you know, like say you get the genie out of the bottle, Aladdin's bottle or whatever, right? Like, or, uh, and he grants you three wishes, but you have to be very careful about the way you word your wishes because otherwise it could backfire. Like you wish for a million dollars your grandmother dies and leaves you a million dollars, right? You wish for uh, a new car and you get a new car, but it crashes the next day. Like <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Like, you can get sometimes what you ask for, but maybe the price is something else, you know, or mm -hmm. it comes with something else or it's, you know, and in the God, that's sort of thing I believe in. Um, I believe that um, if you ask for something, like you use your words, like to put it in words and, uh, you know, mean it. And uh, mean, you know, if you ask for something, you can get it. Okay. But are we asking all the time, like... The question it would be like, I don't want to people think like, um, okay, what is she saying that, okay, if I w I'm asking for this kind of car right now, I'm going to get it? I don't know. <laughs> what I'm saying is maybe that car comes with other duties, other stuff, like it's not only the car, okay. right? What in your life would you have to do? to get that car but then is it even like a i mean i'm trying to let you just explain your your beliefs right because we believe different things yes and that's the beauty of it actually <laughs> but i'm curious how if you have to do the work to get the new car how is there any how is that different than if you didn't ask god for it What I say that you ask uh, to God, actually, you can understand it also as uh, to visualize where you wanna okay. where you wanna go. Yeah, like setting What's a your goal. Setting a goal, and I can get behind setting goals. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and hoping that you, you you get them because like there is what the reason why you bring God in it is it should be easy if it was just setting goals. Mm -hmm. you can set your goals you can do whatever thing is required and not get the result oh, of course yes there's many I mean from my worldview, I would say there's many contributing factors to something like that uh, that you, you know, don't even control and so many of them are out of your control I actually I mean we're not I'm trying not to get too into my beliefs but I I tend to believe that we have 
almost no control at all anyway. <laughs> the control is an illusion that we ha- that we wish we had uh, and it comforts us. It makes us feel good. That's how I, f- I view things. Mm-hmm. But it's an illusion. It's not something we really have. Oh, it's not absolutely an illusion because um, that's the beauty of my God, actually, love, uh, because then I can give him that superpower, you know, <laughs> yeah. because I can count on him. As I cannot explain it, I can count on it, him, sure. her, whatever you want to call what's it. What's pronoun? Yeah. I don't like them. Them. I, okay. I imagine God's non-binary. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even a person and I, I think that that's a common mistake like uh, some people when they are talking about God you know it looks like they're talking about a person well I think I think that because of uh, various religions have enforced that right like they've really put forward the idea that God is the father the quote-unquote father uh, or uh, this being that created us like I mean I'll the Abrahamic religions in particular really believe that God created us in his quote unquote, his own image. Right. So then of course, God is a man that looks like us <laughs> as who? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's the question, right? <laughs> <laughs> as who, who yeah. are we? <laughs> in, like that's, that's, that's a common mistake. Like a, or is like a, well, I know for me it's a mistake. Okay, let's. Yeah. I, I okay. I respect everyone's belief, sure. and but um, in my way of seeing God, mm. I think that it's a mistake to think to, to see in God like a a human um, <laughs> quality. I'm like, okay, okay. Let's forget about everything that you can read in the Bible. Like, okay. Like, let's well, just see the world, the world, like, and the, the evolution of man. Okay. Right? Yeah. When the God that created, like, all this beauty in the world, because, like, even here on earth, there is not only human being. I just want to tell <laughs> people, right? In case, in case they hadn't noticed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, are, <laughs> we are not even, like, 90% of... What's yeah. we found on oh, that's earth, right. yeah. you know, <laughs> we as homo sapiens sapiens, we don't even represent like a huge part of what's living on earth. Yeah. So what kind of God's human would have created that? Like, is that going to be like um, the God, like, <laughs> I kind of like... What period of time, like, uh, if it's God now, like, uh, whatever. I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I don't understand. Like, um, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I mean, you know, my my take on this is all, all that just uh, humans create, like, God's not a thing. in re, uh, Like, really, it's a thing that humans created to help them explain the things they couldn't understand. And that's why you have so many different versions. Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, and then uh, later on, people found out, well, once people believe in this thing, I can make them believe things by telling them that I speak for God. (laughs) (laughs) And then that's when you get like the Catholic church that has accumulated all this wealth and power throughout the world and, you know, covers, oh. covers up all kinds of shit and uh, does they, all kinds of da- bad shit and all in the name of, you know, their God. They haven't always convinced people, actually. Oh, no, no, no. Sometimes they just killed the people that they couldn't convince. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I think that uh, I, sometimes I have this impression that uh, people tend to, to forget that. I mean, yeah. some people who come to react like on my social media and I'm like, guys, this religion like is in Burundi since like a, a little more 100 years but we know the king of Burundi in 16,000 mm. 
we know the succession, like who came after him and who came after. We know more than that. Like at that period, they, we found like a, they talking about they talk about God. Okay, yeah. So like they had their belief about what's God and how to way before talk like, to Christianity him. came to Burundi. Christianity is is really relatively new in Burundi. It's not. And it didn't like it wasn't like a they didn't convince people actually nobody was convinced by yeah. uh, Christianism at at the beginning what it looks like no um, it was if you want to get vaccinated mm-hmm. you need to be Catholic if you want to go to to school. You need to be Catholic. Right. If you want to go, um, you know, see a doctor, you need to be Catholic. See, to me, I mean... And guess what? You need to even change your name and become a real Catholic because a real Catholic has European name. Of course. Of course. See, to me, and not to knock the people that still believe it, but to me, that tells the lie. The fact that they have to use these forms of coercion, we won't help you stay healthy unless you're our religion. We, exactly. Like that tells the lie that this is not universe. This is not a universal religion. This is not a a uh, a belief system that is meant by some divine being to be the savior of all humanity. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's it's crazy, and you see people who believe so much in that, and uh, they they are ready like to say that this is sorry, <coughs> this is what our parents teach us. Mm. This is our, the heritage of our parents, and I'm like, even your grandfather don't believe in this. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, yeah, your parents were forced into this. Your and grandparent was just forced into the yeah. it. Your parent is just the result. Like yeah. he he just got the chance like to go to school because he believed in Christianism and got baptized and you know yeah. were able to study. And now you want to rule the country based on that. You want to exclude some people based on that. Yeah. You want to associate with others based on that you want to judge some based right. on that yeah you know you want to judge based on you want to judge and uh, treat like um lgbtq community right, based you, on this based on that yeah you want to you want to marginalize and oppress people who are different based on based this. on that this thing that your grandparents were forced into. Yes. And that is ridiculous. Like, it's not like there are, there are no evidence. It's not like nobody ever talked about it. It's not like um, information related to that is hidden somewhere. Yeah. It's one of those... It's on the same internet, I guess. You went to, to read my article, right? Yeah, that's right, yeah. And I mean, I guess for me, that's why, I mean, I'm an atheist. And that's why I don't adhere to any religion. I don't have a God, per se. Because I see all of them the same way that you see Catholics coming to Burundi. I see that, that happening throughout history as the way that this idea that somebody came up with being perpetuated. That's just how I see it. <laughs> Not trying to convince anybody of anything, just saying how I see it. <laughs> My God is sexy. <laughs> He's so powerful. He... Um He has his own way. And guess what? It's been many years that um, he has as a, an assistant my mom. So. Mm-hmm. Um, See, that I get. I actually, I mean, I'm not 
I'm not the type of person who so far has been attached to somebody to the point where I want to meet them in the afterlife, right? Every, practically everybody I know who has passed, passed when I thought this world was, they were done with this world or, you know, they lived a long successful life, you know, or, um, <clears throat> you are privileged. Yes, exactly. Like, I mean, I do know people who have died young, but they were in a, they were suffering and death ended their suffering. And, uh, I mean, whether it was through mental health or drug addiction or, 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 you know, other ways, but they were suffering and that death ended that suffering. And, and I don't, but I can understand like the need for a family member who has, to want to be with that person after you die, to, to see them again, to hug them because they are a person you, like that you care about. And of course you, you, you don't want them to just be gone. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't make, of course you don't want them to just be gone. I think that uh, my God reconfort me. You know, I feel safe to yeah. to to keep that in mind and uh i feel like um sometimes like a really a little girl on uh, the way i talk with god i'm like i think i took like uh some notions from uh um like catholics because i was uh born and uh grew up in a of course christian family like catholics <laughs> So I did my communion and I did my confirmation. I did everything. But, okay, even though I was already a rebel to, <laughs> to that, but that's another story for another day. But <clears throat> I'm lost. Yeah, that's okay. I was Your just people, thinking, it's evening. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's pretty late. I it's mean, pretty late. This is our, our evening discussions yeah, and... Right. Um, I hope that we have more and more like this. Oh, yeah. Maybe people can, uh, if they relate, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the nice thing. I mean, you and I, we have different versions of this, right? We have different beliefs on this. And and I think that I think that a lot of people have different beliefs and on this. And from my perspective, as long as you're not using your beliefs to oppress other people, then... We're good. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I think that um, we need to recognize that, again, um, there is no way that two persons have the same definition and description and, uh, you know, um, of, the, of God. You know, yeah. it's just something to recognize, you know. Everybody has his own belief and uh, it's, it's okay, you know. As long as... It's not pushing you to harm people. It's not yeah. pushing you to hate others. It's not pushing you to judge others. Yeah. It's not giving you the superpower to go and correct in his word. Yeah, like the thing the thing about, like you say, the LGBTQ uh, community and they, their uh, oppression at the hands of uh, various Christian and other religions Um in the United States, they have the, uh, you know, the, the quote unquote pro-life movement that's like really anti-abortion. And like they, they really think that based on their religious view of the world, they get to impose that view on women, right? And why? First of all, <laughs> it's a personal <laughs> choice. If they don't want to, you know, if they are pro-choice, I respect that. Let them be pro-choice, you know, mm. when one of their, like, uh, well, who I mean, believe I'm, like them uh, gets um, pregnant and uh, doesn't want to keep, uh, um, like, um, he can think on their way on mm. how to do it based on his conviction. If he's like, I'm totally against, like, abortion and that and person don't get, don't, one. don't get one, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a personal choice. Yeah, you don't get to tell other people what to do. You don't get, no. 
you nobody should get the right to, to roar to that like these are these are kind of like um discussions like actually i um for a certain moment i was like um i didn't want to be talking about that yeah well know? i don't because blame you it's it's a very frustrating conversation actually because you have the world as it is right and you have this kind of movement that's very like no we get to decide what you do with your body and, and it's like okay but that makes no fucking sense <laughs> like anybody any other situation those same people would be saying no of course i get to decide what happens to my body <laughs> like even these anti-maskers right now like they're saying the same they're saying well, i get to choose what to do with my body yes but, but i but there's I, a difference I, there, I, right? I don't want her to have a, a, a choice yeah but we're taking that girl her that I away. don't even know. Yeah, that's right. But she doesn't get a choice. Yeah. No, th- no this is so hypocritical. Like, the yes. pro-choice people, like, uh, oh, please, something. It's not even an argument. It's just being, I'm sorry, it's just being, she. <laughs> Are we authorized to say that? I've been marking these as explicit, so. Huh? <laughs> I've been marking these as explicit. Okay, they are bullshit. They are just bullshit the people who think about like a yeah pro-choice pro-choice you mean pro-life pro-life sorry sorry pro-life they say pro-life what do they call life yeah what do they call life well that's that's the thing too like it just so happens that those are the same people that when your child is born they also vote against any kind of uh medicare that will uh help you they also vote against any support systems if you are a uh, a low income person or uh, like in poverty they also vote against any kind of <laughs> like uh societal improvement on a on a mass scale so they get to they get to call themselves pro life because they have somehow <laughs> their way of defining worlds and um yeah the uh once once you don't want to share like the same definitions of words like uh it's hard right oh yeah 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 that's right you're not well i mean it's like anything like we talk about individual belief in god right Mm -hmm. but there is on some level right that we all have to have a same a similar view of the world so that we can share it Right. Like if, if you and I don't dis- don't agree on anything at all about the world, then how can we live together in the world? We have to agree on some things. We have to agree like that, you know, uh, I'm not allowed to punch a random person in the face. Neither of us is. And they're not allowed to punch us. Right. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. That's something we can agree on. But now. We're not at that point anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I don't see how my uh, uh, uterus would go to the public place like to no. be decided by uh, random people that, yes, you can abort or not. These are the people who vote. What a day when, uh, yeah. when, you, when you were just a mom, you know, newly mom and uh, trying to mind your own business. That means like a pooping baby, crying baby. Yeah. Where are all these people like who are pro-life like to help you and bring you um, things, you know? Pro-lifers are the people who would vote for you not to be able to punch them, but they get to punch you. (laughs) That's who they are. (laughs) See, (laughs) this is like uh, the moment where I'm like, okay, now let's see that question about choice in a democratic one like should that kind of question be decided by democracy like by the election or people just saying yes we want or no we don't i don't know my love i i've i fall on the side of representatives if if we're going to have representatives, then they should represent uh, all of the views of the majority of the people, right? But 
within certain guidelines because human rights aren't always things that the majority of people believe in. Um, so, so obviously that's not just going to work. For me, human rights should never be... It should never be up for debate, per se, right? Like No, no vote. <laughs> like you just get human rights because you're a human being. <laughs> are you going to vote? Are you going to vote so that... Um, like, I have the right to... Like, no, human rights should... Like, everything that is in that shot of human rights and everything that will come based on what we are learning, but that we just put in the shot like should never be questioned like by democracy you know by uh, election I believe I could be mistaken but I believe this is what they call deontology in the in the study of ethics and morals this is like deontology like we we're talking about a fundamental truth of the universe right that human beings get to do, they get to live freely, per se. They aren't, you can't own a person. That's a fundamental feature of the universe. <laughs> like, this is not up for debate. We're not arguing about it. This, we're not voting on it. This is how it is. And I, I feel like, yeah, like uh, the choice to abort or not abort should be one of those things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then I see um, like societies, governments, like uh, people putting in place a system, the whole system, like to help either uh, young girls, like to, and, and especially young boys to learn about like uh, <clears throat> sexual education and also uh, put in place like a system that's going to like a... Uh, um, maybe um, stop like a gender-based violence, protect more girls, protect more, um, you know, uh, vulnerable people. Mm. Maybe put in place like a system that's going to help like those babies that their mom don't want to have them. You know, make in place like um, uh, either medication or uh, um, doctors like, uh, you know, well, that uh, thing to help yeah, that yeah. girl or woman who would like to abort to make it like do it safely. That's yeah. That's like what they say. Like the best. I mean, this is a very uh, liberal or left wing politically uh, perspective, right? Is if you give people sex education, proper sex education, if you give them uh, health care in such a way, and or uh, that if they it greatly reduces the risks involved with pregnancy. Of course. Or uh, you give them the uh, like societal safety nets where you can actually like give birth to a child unexpectedly and you have health care that's covered and you have your society is taking care of you. You're not going to starve. Your baby's not going to starve. You're not living in your car. You know, shit like that. The, the, if we had all these things... I would still be in favor of people who wanted to ab- abort their children. Yes, because but there are so many reasons. No, sorry, right? not, not children, embryos. No. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but I would still be in favor of abortion. Mm-hmm. But it would great if we did these things, if we did these wonderful things for all of people, <laughs> the, I'm sure the number of abortions would drop dramatically that's what happened that's what happened like in countries where uh, they made like uh, abortion legal uh they haven't seen like a significant like a uh, high numbers of uh, abortion no there's no spike in abortions right no there's just fewer back alley about abortions and there are less <laughs> uh women and girls dying yeah aborting you know exactly there are less women um uh, who get their organs like uh destroyed Mm -hmm. by uh, bad practice in abortion i know know? uh i mean i guess in a sense we should almost have a trigger warning on some of this stuff but um when i was young there was talk of women girls 
like throwing themselves down the stairs at school because they got pregnant and they would kind of jump down the stairs hoping that they would get hurt enough that it would they'd have a miscarriage it's uh it's it's a thing there is that there there are so many like people who think that just by putting in place laws you can stop abortion are just ignorant are just um bad driven are just people who don't want to understand who don't want to find any good solution yeah uh, because you cannot stop abortion yeah. what is abortion like when when any girl or woman like is pregnant and want to have that baby to the term like every woman or every girl who's pregnant knows that they're going to be some things that are going to be better to do mm. if you want to have that baby right healthy yeah right so the same way you get that information is also the same way you get the information on how to hurt yeah that baby yeah so that it won't survive so you can put in place like any laws actually but you cannot stop abortion no like even if you go in the past of countries if you go in the history women have always been aborting mm. you can just put laws on that yes you're going to put some in jail yes you're going to um, just um stop the life of some girls young girls who get pregnant like really early and end up in some countries like in jail for 30 years mm. just because they've been caught aborting right 30 years how does that, in, yeah how does that make any sense how's that how exactly yeah i don't understand mm. doesn't, it doesn't make any sense it doesn't but it we doesn't. are over an hour now. Oh my God. Let's go. Oh, we need to sleep too. <laughs> okay. What time is it, your people? It's <gasps> still good. 10 Can 15. I say it? 10.15. Yeah, we're, we're okay. We, we got to go to bed. We got to cut it. the show short now. We're, well, not short. An hour is good. Okay. <laughs> Thank you guys for uh, listening and just let us know what you think about our evening discussions. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, we have an email. We do. Thefeministfamily at gmail.com. Exactly. So email us there. Uh, we have a Twitter, uh, The Feminist Family. I yes. Think. <laughs> we have also our personal uh, addresses on our social media. Yeah, we got the Facebooks and the. <laughs> yeah, find us on Facebook, find us on uh, um, Instagram. Yeah, and if you think people might enjoy listening to us, why not share the show? Yes. I'm Pamela Kazikari. I'm Corey Johnston. Thanks for listening. Bye.